Welcome to this episode of Ask the Guitar Coach, the only podcast where you get answers to all your guitar-related questions. If you're interested in developing your guitar skills and reaching your music goals, please send me an email at the email address ioannis at ioannis.org. That is I-O-A-N-N-I-S at I-O-A-N-N-I-S.org so that I can let you know about all the different packages of Elite Guitar Coaching and how you can get private coaching by me. Without further ado, let's go to our question for the day. The top five things I wish I knew sooner about the music business. So today we're going to have another top five list and this one, this list is about the music business and realities of the music business that uh, eventually I figured out or, or I learned about but after several years, not in some cases decades of uh, being heavily involved in music and being a professional musician. So in this list, I'm going to try to give you five of those realities and hopefully will help you navigate the tricky, <laughs> honestly tricky, um, waters of being a musician in the music business. Without further ado, let's get started with number one. Number one, music business models keep changing. You cannot rely on only one. Let me give you a very brief example. So in the 90s, the big CD, the big model of music business was selling CDs. This was how the vast majority of money was made. Now, from 2000 to 2010, it was by selling digital music. I remember I had released several CDs at the time and most of my revenues were from the digital royalties. Um, it was MP3s, it was other like uh, flags and digital equipment, digital music. It wasn't like a physical product, that's what I'm trying to get to. So it's a different model. Before you had to find a way to get the CDs to the consumer. Now you have to find a way to make sure that the consumer can buy something digitally, it can be given to him immediately and he can listen to it wherever he wants. Then after 2015, this changed again. Now with music is much less of a commodity and more of a service. We have things like Spotify where you pay a set amount but it's a subscription model for every month and you can hear millions of songs as many times as you want each one of them but you don't own any of them. You cannot just get out of Spotify and then next month listen again to a song that you like. You're basically stuck in that model. So the important thing here is not if you enjoy MP3s, if you enjoy digital music, if you enjoy, if you enjoy um, CDs or even earlier LPs and or subscription models. The idea is that the business models of the music business keeps keep changing. Now, you can tell me, okay, I'm a guitar player, what, why do I care about that? Well, there are several reasons. Because 20 years ago, maybe it was possible to do some things that are not possible to do right now. However, right now, there's possible to do some things that were not possible to do 20 years ago. For example, to be a YouTube guitar player. There are guitar players in YouTube that make an amazing living money-wise from being guitarists in YouTube. So 
there, this is an opportunity that was not there a few years ago. So if you get stuck with only the traditional way of thinking, like, oh, I'm a guitar player, I have to get the band together and we need to start touring and building a fan base through the organic method of touring, then maybe you're kind of missing the point and you are stuck in a much earlier music business model than what is applicable today. And let's go to number two. Number two, apart from being a good guitar player, you need to be a good person to get along with. See, whatever you do in music, you have other people around you. People are going to be in the same band. You're going to have an engineer to record you. You're going to have people you need to communicate all the time uh, to arrange your performances and everything. And you also will need to have your relationship with the record company if you are collaborating with the record company. Apart from being good enough to get the job done, like the actual playing, the most important skill one needs to have to survive and thrive as a musician is to be cool, a cool person to get along with. This is one thing that we very rarely hear when somebody is talking about becoming a musician and it's one of the most important things. There are very, very few cases where people who don't have decent social skills and who are not fun and cool to be around, most of those people who, don't, who are not, who don't have this, they don't make it in the music business. You have to be a cool person. Otherwise, the fact that you have the skill set is almost rendered irrelevant. Number three, nobody, and I'm saying nobody except yourself, cares about how good or technical you are in your instrument. Since we're talking about the guitar, we'll talk about, we'll continue talking about the guitar. So if you're fast, if you're clean, if you're very, very technical, if you can do like five octave arpeggios while nobody else can, nobody cares. Really, nobody cares. What they care about is what you can offer to the specific song and what you can offer to the music that you are creating. So if you're doing your own recordings and you can use these technical skills to get more audience, then yes, this is a good thing. But if you are playing in a band and your five octave arpeggios only get in the way of the bass player and the singer and the keyboard player, you're going to have trouble uh, with just about everybody. Now, what usually happens is the guitar player will say, you're not letting me show my awesomeness to the world. And uh, he will naturally believe, assume that it's because they're jealous of him and his extreme technical prowess. Let me stop you right here. This is not the case. You're being delusional. Nobody cares about your technical prowess unless it helps with a specific song. So. Do you want to be more technical? By all means, do your practicing. I'm very much for practicing a lot and being very good technically at the instrument. But don't confuse that with thinking that anybody cares about that. So if there is a good guitar player that has a maximum speed of 180 BPM, and if there is another guitar player who has a maximum playing speed of 250 BPM, which is really, really, really extremely fast, which one? are people going to choose for a band project? Well, whoever is best for the project, not whoever is fastest or 
cleaner or more technical. Now, to someone who is not playing the guitar, this would make perfect sense, okay? But to someone who's playing the guitar, I can actually envision now guitar players going, no, you're wrong. The fastest and the cleanest and the most technical will get the gig. No, he won't. The one who's more fun to get along and who can play for the song will get the gig and will stay in the band and in the studio or whatever the setting is. If you're enjoying this show and you want to be notified whenever a new video comes out, make sure you press subscribe right here, okay? And also press the notification bell so that you can get a notification every time we release a new video. And now let's go back to our regular episode. Moving on to number four. Now, number four is kind of a peculiar one. It's uh, this kind of like, I don't know, it's not even a myth because nobody would actually say it out loud, but it's an assumption, an underlying assumption that guitar players seem to have that if they get really good at the internet, at sorry, at their instrument, through some magical way, money is going to uh, materialize through thin air and just be deposited in their bank account. So meaning that if you get, if you become a really good player, people are just going to pay you for being a good guitar player. This is really doesn't work like that, okay? And I'm actually kind of amazed that I have to say that, but I hear it a lot. People who have absolutely no plan with their guitar playing, apart from becoming really good players. No, even if you're the best guitar player in the world, you need to produce something that will be valuable to someone else. You being a great guitar player is valuable to you because you enjoy the guitar. Now, if you produce a recording that someone enjoys listening to and you play in that recording, now this recording has value for, some, for another person and that person might pay you for that. If you play the guitar tracks for a singer and now there is a new recording of this singer with your guitar tracks, now your guitar playing has value because you recorded it with someone else and now it is a product, it is a song that can be sold and that singer might pay you for that. If you record your own CD and then you sell the CD to people that enjoy your music, yes, this recording has value, but it's not your playing that you're getting paid for. It is the end product. In all these cases that I mentioned, the end product is some kind of recording. It might, maybe it's a book, like I write instructional books. So I might have all this knowledge on how to uh, create, to clarify a process of learning in my head, but this is not usual, useful to someone unless I have a way to get it to him. Now, if I write a book and I sell the book, the book, which includes my knowledge, is valuable to someone and he's willing to pay for it. But me just sitting at home on my couch with, with and knowledge in my head is not valuable to anybody. So this is a big part of the equation that seems to be missing from several guitar players. The thing that um, by if they're just good at their instrument, magically money is going to appear and that's not the case. What is going to happen is you will still need to produce some kind of product or content and that is what's going to be valuable to people and this is what you're going to get paid for. Let's move on to number five. Now, number five is a very big realization. Once again, it has to do with if you're good or not and how important this is. And it's, it's very clear. Being good will open 
the door, okay? But being professional will keep you there. So, being professional is a combination of several things. One of them is having an understanding of human nature and uh, be able to get along with other people, as we said in other, in previous points. However, it's also about little things like not being late and being punctual, being consistent, always follow up on people. So if you talk to a producer and he tells, and he tells you, I cannot use you in this recording, but in three months I'm going to have another recording and call me then, then you make a note of that and you do call him then and you are a professional. And it's amazing how many people will comment, will comment on that, they will tell you, uh, I really like working with you because you're very, very professional. I honestly believe that I've gotten a vast amount of opportunity in my career because I always tried, not always successfully, but I always tried to be professional about things. So if I would make a connection with someone who would be interesting for my uh, music career and I met them at a music fair, at a music messer or anything, I would follow up with them a few days later or whenever we talked about it and I would make a note of that and try to be polite, try to not get into any kind of trouble, try to stay away from uh, situations and conversations that have not to do with the task at hand. So, for example, I'm not going to be talking politics or, or religion or, or anything else like that with my music um, publisher. Why would I do that? He's my music publisher. Nothing good can come out of that. Uh, and people will ask me, won't you exchange opinions? No, I will not. I will talk about the books. We have precious little enough time as it is. I will use all this time to talk about our specific projects. So there you have it. The top five things I wish I knew sooner, way sooner, about the music business. I hope this list was helpful and will aid you in navigating the treacherous waters of the music business just a little bit better. And I will see you on the next episode of Ask the Guitar Coach. Until then, keep sending me your questions and I'll do my best to answer them. Bye-bye.